Welcome to the Doubled Up Podcast, the weekly podcast talking all things trainers, sneakers, kicks, creps, whatever you call them, wherever you are in the world. I'm Matt and with me as he is every single week <laughs> is Scott. Scott, how you doing, mate? I'm good now. Yeah. My body has recovered. Oh. My body has recovered and school's out. So yes, a good end of the week. However, the beginning of the week, a little bit of a struggle. We've got a lot to unpack since our last episode because I do realise when we last recorded, we did not talk about the fact that since since last recording, we went on your stag do. So there's a lot to talk about. So since our last episode, we had a a, a nice weekend in Swansea um, in which Mm. you basically got kicked around in a big bouncy ball for a couple of hours, um, Mm -hmm. fired arrows at. Um, and at one point in the night was taken under the wings of a group of Hells Angels bikers whilst wearing purple ladies' pyjamas. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah, when you put it like that, it's quite an abusive weekend, to be honest. Um, But no, yeah, a very good weekend. But um, It was a lot of fun. Yes. I think it must have been the Zorb football because I don't know about you, but my body my back aches. Fucking hurt the next day. Honestly, oh, it was it was like I'd been in a car crash. Like yep. my whole body just aches. Bearing in mind, like because being injured and having operations and stuff, I probably haven't done huge amounts of exercise. So the running around and everything probably did it anyway. But my god, like I said, my back, my arms, everything just yeah, yep. running full pelt at other people and yeah just getting bashed around was good fun hot mind those little greenhouses in that heat Um, it was very hot Uh, luckily luckily it wasn't quite as bad as it was obviously monday and tuesday um but i'm pretty sure we were doing zorb football in what like 27 degrees or something like that maybe a little bit less swansea might have been a little bit cooler than the rest of the country but it weren't it wasn't cold let's just put it that way it wasn't cold in those little greenhouses like you said and we thought we were going to get a rest by being taken out of the little greenhouses that are the zorbs for the zorb football and doing some archery until we then had to put our masks on and realise that the masks for archery were just as much of a sweat box. And I feel so sorry for anyone that did archery immediately after us because I was dripping. It wasn't nice. Yeah. No, we, we, we got the good end of the deal being the fact that we were the first group of the day. But um, yes, and where you say archery, not just archery, well, they tag archery where basically we're firing at each other. Um, yeah. Which, if you were a terrible shot, which a lot of you were, absolutely fine but there were a couple of you that were good shots and yeah i had a couple of bruises on my back and shoulder after <laughs> uh, just being told to stand there and let them shoot me yeah that so, was fun uh, that was fun it was I, I, I like the fact the instructor basically said we're going to play one last game and the game is scott stand by this metal railing we're going to shoot arrows at you like i don't understand the objective of the game other than just try and hit you with arrows but i mean hey we all had fun yeah. we all had fun it, yeah, it was good fun. It was good fun. And then, yeah, obviously, once we went out in the evening, it, it got incredibly interesting. Yep. Mainly the attire that I was forced to yep. wear, which I, I'd never realised clearly the standards of Swansea charity shops. No. I mean, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> to, 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 to give the listeners a little bit of a, a breakdown as to what the attire was, basically, after the archery, we were sat there in the pub and we realised that none of us had really got Scott an outfit and we kind of realised that he was let off a, a little bit too lightly. So we left Scott at the pub um, with his dad and, and, and 
fiance's dad and um we decided to go charity shop hunting and we found a ymca charity shop that was everything a pound and there was a reason why everything was a pound because it was either stained or had holes in it basically um and there were lots of suspicious marks and chemicals probably on these clothes and things like this i'm surprised they could charge a pound for it to be honest was was there a pair of football boots that were still covered in mud like they hadn't even been cleaned they were just left yeah 100 yeah it was it was bad um so we couldn't decide what we wanted to get scott so we decided that we were going to do two outfits we found a fantastic burgundy dress for him to wear because of course when you're going on a nice night out on on a saturday night you have to wear a, a dress of course that's part of the attire right so we got scott a dress and a nice pink handbag that I'm pretty sure had asbestos on it. Um, mm-hmm. And he had some fantastic attire. We managed to find him a pair of um, Vans old schools that I'm pretty mu- I'm pretty sure started malaria. Um, there were holes in there. there was... <laughs> they barely resembled shoes. No, like no. They were hanging on by a thread. Yeah. Like I don't understand how they were allowed to be sold. No, I don't like, understand at... either. And the, the worst part was that was the worst part of the outfit, oh, ignoring the fact that I was be. walking around in the dress, even in the little Bo Peep hat, all of those things, the asbestos-ridden handbag, like, it was the shoes that really the bugged Valeria me. I mean, they vans. weren't, they, they were kind of comfortable, but yeah, they, they were really, like, they just got me the second they pulled them out. And it was the fact that you all knew as well. They were like, if there's one yeah. thing that's going to bug you more than anything is those shoes and oh fucking hell as as soon as i walked in the charity shop i walked straight over to the men's bit and i was like what shoes am i picking up any shoes that will fit your (laughs) boat feet and luckily they were like a size 12 and i was like yep that will do if they're a little bit big that's even better um and yeah so that that was that was outfit number one we then made the executive decision that as soon as the sun went down what, what do you do when it's night time you have to get ready for bed so scott then had to change into some nice purple pajamas um he also had a nice pink nighty and he had a um little mermaid teddy to to, to have himself tucked up in um and yeah mm. the, like i said the night went from there we went to a couple of different bars had kind of saw a live band at some uh, one of the random bars that i think you used to go you used to go to when you were at uni like yeah. i said ended up in another bar and scott finished his night in pop world with a bunch of um hell's angels bikers yeah uh yeah i i mean that was yeah how it got summed up basically um but funnily enough it it was more the fact that i've I've come to the conclusion that if if anybody is ever struggling for female attention on a night out there's a very easy way to remedy your problem and that is simply a dress up as a woman because i got (laughs) hit on so much that night and it was the fact there were people walking past being like, oh, that's a really nice dress. Not even hitting on me, just like making general comments about... The one that won, the one that won was the fact that there was there was a group... Of, we, we were there having a drink outside and there were three women that walked past and it wasn't even like they said this directly to Scott. They muttered amongst themselves and we overheard them as they walked past and one of them was like, that dress really suits him. Like, it really fits him well. And it, it they weren't even saying it to compliment you. It's between them, they were like... <laughs> how does that work so yeah, yeah you, you, this is the thing you got a lot of attention in your dress mate the amount the amount of girls that came up and were like chatting away and you know getting asked my pronouns was a new conversation that I, i've never had to have before but then yeah then them asking kind of oh, well you know it looks really nice do you dress like this often and being genuinely sincere like just trying to yeah, chat me up, and I said no, only for special occasions, and then explained it was my stag do, and the the 
the girl, the friend that was with her, was like, oh, okay, bye-bye, and just dragged them away very quickly. Um, but yes, it, it was very interesting. And the funny thing is, like, the girls at work, they were like, how was the stag do? Show us the pictures, showed them the pictures. Every single comment was, that dress really fits you well. That was, it, it, was not, not, oh, you look ridiculous, oh, ha, 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 this is funny. It, every single one was like... Yep. Yeah, we that, picked a that, good that dress. dress fits you spectacularly well. And it only well. cost a pound. Um, and it only cost yeah, a pound. Yeah, still, still, still downstairs. There we go. Boy, home with me. Maybe, maybe we'll see it at the wedding. We but, um, but yes, that maybe. was that, that was the, one of the big things that happened um, since we last recorded an episode. Second big thing that happened is the Earth nearly exploded, or at least the UK nearly exploded. Um, of course, those of you that are UK listeners, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Uh, uh, Monday and Tuesday last week, very, very hot. I'm pretty sure Tuesday was a record-setting day um, for the temperature in the UK at one point. Um, 40, yeah, I was going to say and a half degrees. Yeah, I think, I think so. I think before that, the hottest day was like 39.2 degrees or something like that, and I'm pretty sure it went above 40. So. Um, Everyone was very much struggling last week. Um, at one point, I was trying to work from home and it was that difficult that I had to put um, a, a wet flannel around my neck and sit in the hallway of my block of flats because basically where it's a block of six flats, um, for some reason, the hallway on the second floor is just like a cool spot and lots of my neighbours were questioning whether or not I was going to survive the day because of... Um, the fact that at one stage I was just there in like a, a tank top, swim shorts with a flannel around my neck doing work in the hallway. Um, it wasn't okay. It wasn't okay. No, um, it was hot. I yeah. mean, you think that's bad. I mean, imagine having 30 children in a, in a, literally, the classroom is all windows. So it is just hot. Like the Monday, yeah. we survived. We just about survived. On Tuesday, the school made the decision if one, if your child would, if any children would seem to be tired or ill, they could go home, or they could just be picked up after one o'clock if they wanted yeah. to. Anyway, of course, the older children cottoned on to this very quickly and were like, <coughs> oh, "I'm not feeling well. I need to go home." Of Immediately, course. they got sent home, and the younger ones that I was with were literally just dying. Um, at one point, I walked past the classroom next to me, and the whole class, about probably about fifteen children left at this point. They'd rolled the mat up that was on the floor to kind of unveil the wooden floor. And they were all just lay on their backs on the wooden floor <laughs> with the teacher also lay on their back on the wooden floor, just reading a story, just essentially just praying for it all to be over <laughs> because it's, it was just so yeah, hot. It wasn't cold. Like it, it wasn't cold. And the thing is, there might be people listening to this kind of in other countries that are like, ah, oh, you know, we deal with this all the time. The UK just can't deal with yeah. either extreme cold or extreme heat. It just doesn't. I don't know the what it is. The country goes to shit. Yeah, um, it doesn't help that all of the houses in this country are built to insulate heat, which means when it is hot, it doesn't cool down. No, it just stays hot, um, and it doesn't help. But yeah, those two days were. Uh, it was painful. a struggle. Weird, weirdly, the coolest part of those two days was when I, for some very obscure reason, decided to go to a concert. Um, in a venue inside with 800 people. I was cooler there than I was in my classroom <laughs> by a long way. Um, and the aircon barely worked. You could stand under it and kind of feel a very slight breeze, but I don't know what it was in there, but it was way cooler. Um, hey. Yeah, absolutely atrocious weather. And I suppose the only other thing that really happened since the last time we recorded was uh, Travis Scott's drop-in. Um, yeah. 
neither of us were lucky enough. I, I think this, this was a weird kind of shift, paradigm shift for the two of us, Scott, because of the fact that, weirdly, after everything we've ever spoken about on this podcast, a Travis Scott Jordan dropped and... I really wanted it, and you didn't, basically. Mm. <laughs> um, and, of course, I took uh, all, all of the L's in the world, um, unfortunately, which will kind of spark one of the questions that we're going to talk a little bit about later. But, yeah, mm. big drop, potentially one of the biggest drops of the year. For me, I think I said last week when we had it on Azar, double up. I think it's the, the best Travis Scott shoe that they've dropped so far. Um, I don't know if you saw this, Scott. I'm sure you probably did. But um, on the Travis Scott website uh, where they did the raffle, um, 2.4 million entries in 30 minutes. Fucking crazy. Um, anyone that managed to get a pair through the Travis Scott website, like fair play for just being... Imagine the odds of being picked for that shoe with that amount of entries. Um, and I know there was obviously a lot of a lot of people uh, are kind of very, very upset about not getting a pair. But from here, we had lots of friends that managed to hit on uh, the Sneakers app. So, I mean, when you don't get the win... You've always got to try and celebrate your friends getting the win as well. We saw a lot of people that really wanted this shoe that uh, managed to hit on sneakers of all places. So uh, not a bad yeah. not a bad uh, situation to be in. So yeah, shout out to anyone that managed to get a pair of the Travis Scott uh, Lowe's. Um, but a big week. Lots of, go- lots of things happening. Lots mm-hmm. of things happening. Indeed. Yeah, no, I'm glad that some people did get the, the Travs. Um, I just, it's one of those where they're not a bad shoe by any means. Like I say, I agree with us putting them as the double up, but... I don't know, there's just not many shoes that I'm like overly excited and being, because people were like on really wanting these, like people were like, this is it, this is it. And nearly everybody was like, this is the shoe. If I don't get any shoe this year, this is the one that I need. And I'm just like, eh, I don't know. There's just not many shoes. Um, Even like, say, we put the Liam Gallagher as a um, second and it's like every, there were a lot of people going crazy for that. And I'm there like, Yes, it's good, and I'll be happy if I had it, but at the same time, I'm not jumping through hoops to get it. No. There's not many shoes at the moment that I seem to be particularly as excited as people were for the Travs. Like, yeah. that That's the biggest hype I've seen this year by a long way. Um, and yeah, for some strange reason, like I say, it was a bit of a, bit of a juxtaposition because you were all in on them, and I was trying for other people. So, well. Yeah. Like I said, the universe works in uh, wonderful ways. But talking about shoes, Scott, that I've been very, very excited to uh, get hold of, that moves me nicely into the fact that uh, um, we obviously don't have a guest this week, as you can probably tell by the fact we've been talking about stag do's and the weather and Travis Scott shoes for the last 10 to 15 minutes or however long we've been chatting for. Um, So, of course, we're going to spend a little bit of time answering some questions, talking about some latest pickups and things like this. And, Scott, I have a very, very special shoe that I opened up Probably an hour, not even that, before recording this podcast. I've only just managed to get my hands on them, and I'm very, very excited for that. And um, that is the beautiful people at Foot Patrol. Um, shout out to everyone there, and specifically shout out to, to, to Bradley, previous guest of the podcast. Um, sent me over um, a pair of the Foot Patrol Times Mizuno Wave Rider 10s in the Rust colorway. And Scotty Boy... This one's a dream. It is a dream. It's a good, good shoe. Um, for anyone that hasn't seen the shoe, the shoe it dropped um, on the same day as the Travs, actually, uh, on on kind of last Thursday. Yeah. Um, it was £130, I think. Probably, we don't know because we recorded that this will obviously drop a couple of days later, but there might still be pairs um, online by the time this episode comes out. And 100%, if you're on the fence about this shoe, um, 100% go out and grab a pair because it's fucking gorgeous. Um let me just quickly grab them. They're over here. One second. 
Um, so, if we're looking at the shoe, um, first things first, got the materials on this thing are absolutely nuts. Like, you've got a combination. The shoe itself, if you haven't seen the um, Wave Rider before, Wave Rider 10 before, um, the shoe itself is kind of a bit like um, more of a outdoorsy looking athletic-y kind of running shoe um we, we were talking about it a little while ago weren't we about the fact that a lot of like solomon's and things like this are getting very popular and the way mm -hmm. rider 10 kind yeah. of for, for me falls into that kind of aesthetic where it 100%. is more it is more of a technical shoe than it is like a classic runner um the shoe itself has kind of like a a, a grayy kind of like a dark kind of gray um upper predominantly you've got a nice hairy suede on the toe box there's lovely overlays of um purple kind of going up the side of the shoe um you've got hits of like a, a kind of almost tealy minty green uh, across the mizuno logo on the inside of the shoe uh, along the toe box kind of coming up to the back you've got beautiful branding so on the heel of the shoe there's kind of like a purple jewel with the foot patrol logo on on the side of the shoe where it normally says wave rider you've got um foot patrol branding on there foot patrol branding um on the, the the tongue so it's um dual branded so you've got mizuno on one tongue foot patrol on the other like it's just the, the, the shoe itself is absolutely amazing special mizuno foot patrol box um and this is my first wave rider 10 and it's bloody comfy like no wonder people are going to these kind of like techie shoes scott because they're fucking gorgeous. Like they, first of all, it's, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous shoe, but it's so, so comfy. Um, like I said, the, the guys at Foot Patrol absolutely smashed it. Um, the shoe itself, we didn't talk about it last week because we didn't have kind of like a confirmed um, release date when we were doing Double Up, Double Down last week. But yeah. um, the shoe itself is essentially inspired about uh, inspired by the outdoors, um, and a lot of it is based on um, kind of lots of natural elements and, and things like this and the, the colorways kind of showcase that um it, it's looking at kind of the natural erosion of um kind of like i said outdoor elements and things like this and it's just it, it's just mm. a bloody fantastic shoe um definitely make sure that you go and have a little look like i said if you're if you're listening to this and you're not entirely sure if you want to test out yeah. this silhouette this is a bloody good one to, to test out there's, there's not many sizes left mine um, I mean, you got seven, eight, nine, ten. So uh, my boat feet, I'm out of luck. Oh. Um, but yeah, they um, they look fantastic. There was a lot of people that were very interested. Um, I know with these, once the images came out, um, and I was talking to Brad about them, just about kind of the materials and stuff, and they they're just yeah, they look fantastic. Just the the suede's used, the, all the materials. Uh, we were talking about the shoe because I I've I've seen the shoe, but I've never tried a pair on. Yeah. Um, and exactly they, they the, look the problem I will have is unless I am in London, like that shoe won't be knocking around in um, any of the shops kind of near Birmingham, Bristol, anything like that. Um, but yeah, they look brilliant. It's just, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very interested by that shoe. But like I say, comfort wise, um, it, everybody has said that it's, yeah, next level. And then... As he said, it's exactly the reason people are moving towards Solomon's and stuff like that because they are um, they are super comfy and they, they look fantastic. I mean, the imagery that went with it as well, all the marketing oh, and PR so, stuff, so was good, absolutely beautiful. Um, it just yeah, very well done. And it's one of those where annoyingly, the Mizuno. I think I don't think I've struck on any of the kind of the Mizuno collabs um, with Foot Patrol, but they always smash it. They do. They like, do. It, they're they're a, they're a partnership that just seems to work really yeah. well. 
and yeah this is seems to be no exception they do look absolutely phenomenal and i know a few kind of our previous guests have got pairs as well and said exactly the same thing they're just a beautiful shoe and it is it really is the colorway like i said when you see especially with the imagery where a lot of it like you can see the inspiration where like i said it is all about the outdoors it is all about the kind of um the uh, oxidization of, of of metals and minerals and things like this and a lot of the pictures and imagery and videos you saw these shoes being worn out in the uh, kind of out mm. in nature and you could see the inspiration from a lot of the pictures like you could see kind of where they were drawing from the colors and things like this mm. and like they just look bloody brilliant so yeah i'm very yeah. very happy to have these again cannot say thank you enough to, to to the guys of foot patrol it was very unexpected um to get a pair so very very happy to, to, to and, and mm. honored to be on the list to get a pair of these so i'm, <laughs> I'm very very happy to have these yeah, I do. I do need that. That it's a pair that I would want, and there's not many pairs really, but it's a pair that I'd certainly want to try on before I, think I got them. Be, and I it, think you'd be pleasantly surprised. Like I said, the, the, as soon as it's I it's not really comfort wise. There's there's only there was a couple of pictures that went up, and this is the problem I've got. Obviously, having larger feet, there are some shoes that I cannot wear. They're quite skinny say, like and a, long. A com yeah, like a converse low. I can't wear them because they make my feet look absolutely ridiculous. There was a couple of images of these where I looked at them and I thought to myself, they look really long. They do. And it might be a pair that I would potentially put on and then go, oh wait, my feet look huge. I, I um, do. It could be. I, yeah, I've never, I've never tried the shoe. So um, yes, I, I, I'm. It is. It's a definitely these ones. Like I said, we've spoken about Solomon's in the past certainly these kind of techie running shoes that are now kind of merging more into streetwear as opposed to just being kind of a functional yeah, running yeah. shoe certainly yeah something that i'm looking at because yeah i've got to a point in my life where i very much like my comfort hey mate it's all that absorbed football it's uh <laughs> you need the you need the underfoot support these days, but yeah, exactly. I think that's the only pickup we've had. Like I said, other than uh, other than Scott's beat up old school Vans and 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 my um, foot patrol Mizuno's, I I could do a review on the beat up Vans. I mean, there's not much left to them in order to do a review. They're literally they were just once a shoe. Holes. Yes, they were. They were once Absolutely. complete, and now they're I, not. I, yeah. Oh dear appalling shoe appalling shoe but yeah well we'll Um, move on to some questions Scott anyways and we'll be able to talk about some shoes that actually exist um, and aren't just kind of like you said uh, neck curtains at this point Um, (laughs) questions we've slipped up a little bit here Scott let's be honest because we kind of uh, our schedules have been very very busy Um, I've been at a work conference this week kind of we've all got all sorts of plans going on so it was kind of about Mm -hmm. two or three hours ago like shit we need to kind of record before five o'clock today um so we threw some questions together we didn't have an opportunity to post questions out to to the universe so uh we kept we thought we'd come up with our own questions this week rather than scrambling for questions last minute we basically just thought you know what let's um uh, let's kind of think of some questions ourselves and, and, and put the responsibility on us to, to try and come up with some decent questions rather than always putting the responsibility on the listeners to basically make our content for us um so scott we've both come up with a question and we've also got another one of these comparison games that we seem to be really enjoying doing, doing over the last couple of weeks um i'll go first with my question because it kind of links into something that we were talking about a second ago um and like we said there obviously that the travis scott um 
Jordan won low. Loads of people very, very upset that they didn't get a pair. And there's probably going to be people people listening to this podcast that are still bitter and still upset. Uh, maybe a tear running down their cheek at the fact that they haven't got their Travis Scott Jordan 1s on the way. So my question to you, Scott, is what is a shoe that you have taken an L on in recent years that still haunts you today? That's it. That's a tough one. Um, there's one that comes to mind, and it wasn't really a, a recent one, so to speak, but it's always one that really bugs me, and whenever I see it, it bugs me. And James mentioned it last week, and it really bugged me. <laughs> it's the Spider-Man Jordan 1s. Uh... That shoe... I've always been a massive Marvel fan, always been into the comic books as a kid, all the films and everything... And it's a Chicago Jordan one. Like there was, it was the perfect combination. When that shoe came out, I was just kind of getting more into Jordans and really delving down that route. And when that shoe came out, I thought to myself, this is, this is it. This is perfect. Um, I've read all about the Chicago's and everybody was like all the images I saw. Then this, I was like, that is it. And it was such a pain in the ass to remotely even get close to getting a pair. Because it wasn't even like with the drawers and everything it just seemed almost impossible to get like i I don't recall offspring getting them um it was just one of those where it just seemed impossible like they just appeared on foot patrol i think i said last week they appeared on the foot patrol website could cart them but couldn't actually kind of check out and ring in them and saying oh yeah there's loads we got loads of stock and then them kind of disappearing and it was just really annoying and like i say it was one of those that whenever i see that shoe and i don't see it as often now but that is one that, yeah, really does bug me. Um, but that was, yeah, a few years back now. So I'll have to have a think if there's anything particularly. The fact that, that I'm having to think makes me think that there's nothing It It probably means much, that, like I said, but, the, the pairs that you haven't been able to pick up um, either aren't that special or you just pick up a lot of shoes. Maybe the, maybe your luck has turned, well, my friend. There was, there was definitely pairs that did. Um, like I know for a fact, Bacon's. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Fuming, absolutely fuming. <laughs> but it doesn't Pass-a-monics. hold you today because you've got no, them. Yeah, yeah. Pa- yeah Passamonix, absolutely fuming. Like I don't, in general, I don't pay resale for shoes. I try and avoid it as much as possible. The Monarchs I did, and I think is that the, I think that's the only shoe to date that I've paid over retail for, for a pair on resale. Like I bought other pairs on the aftermarket, but incredibly. Bembry, 2002Rs, Bodega, New Balance. I've managed to get them below retail. don't know how that's happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, those are the ones that that have really got me. Um, I mean, to be fair, thinking about it, this, the first pair of Bembrys, the first pair of Salehi Bembrys, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a pair that I didn't Peace even... Peace be the journey, I, it, yeah. Yeah, it was one of those that I didn't even really... I liked them when I saw them and I was like, yeah, they're not bad, but they're New Balance. Like, it won't be that bad. Don't, you know, if I yeah. don't get them, I didn't have the money really at the time and I was like, eh, it'd be fine. I'll pay. And then the price have obviously gone up and up and up and it's just a bit like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I mean, actually, the more I'm thinking about this, the more there's pairs that are kind of beginning to bug me. But I mean, <laughs> the, the ultimate the ultimate L more than anything is the Sean Motherspoon 97.1. Yeah. That is the ultimate fucking hell i wish i'd won that pair um and it, it, not for want of trying just obviously want of yeah the absolute 
mad amount of people that wanted it and the insane resale price that's that's on them. But yeah, there's a couple, I guess. There's then. a couple. Yeah, I went from thinking there I was, was none say, no, to I've actually, nothing, actually no, there's, there's a quite a few that have pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, one of the big ones that like you know that you are like really thinking about for weeks and weeks after i think there's a very obvious one that we went through the whole um kind of at the end of last year um we 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 documented this a lot on the podcast and that was the um fragment sakai ld waffle um (laughs) in the 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 gray colorway yeah that shoe haunted me because it kept restocking like the problem was is that it was like right i'm going to enter on sneakers didn't get it entered on like foot patrol didn't get it entered on end didn't get it and then it was like a week later surprise foot patrol restock didn't get it a couple of weeks later it'd be like you know foot patrol went through that stage where they were like on on the um launches app or or whatever it is i know it was like a a kind of google doc or whatever it is wasn't it it's like you type in Mm. you, you kind of went on there it was like a mystery raffle um, put yeah. your size in and it gave you a number of different shoes that you can pick from and there was always the grey fragment LD waffles on there and it just week after week after week like I'm, that, that's probably the, the shoe that I've gone for the most in the last couple of years just because of the fact that it kept restocking and I still could never get it um, and again I'm, I'm not going to go out and pay resale for it I think I to be perfectly honest have enough grey um runners nowadays <laughs> that I'd, i think it's kind of dropped off a little bit like the pain is no longer there because of the fact that um i've got enough gray runners now that actually it probably wouldn't get loved that much if i did have it um i'm much more i'd much rather wear the mta 920s or something like that instead yeah. um, one that actually got brought back it reopened the wound scott um was the adidas cordoba um Ooh. Obviously, shoe that we've spoken about a lot um, on the podcast uh, when we first started, yeah. the, the great debate of what was better, the Hanami or the Cordoba. Despite the fact that I still stand by the Hanami being the better shoe, um, the Cordoba was a shoe that I really, really tried. So much so that I was phoning up my dad to explain to him how to download the Size Launches app and how to enter a raffle because I was calling everyone for that. I got my brother to <laughs> enter for me, my dad to enter for me, Hannah to enter for me, like anyone that I could possibly think of to enter for me still didn't get a pair um and i saw kind of a a few weeks ago they did the ebay event um and good friend of the podcast uh julia um they were selling shoes at reduced prices basically the idea of the event was uh, ebay was selling they did a pop-up store they were selling shoes at the original price that they released at um and Mm. she picked up the cordobas and i saw her post on instagram and i was like for fuck's sake like i (laughs) I'd kind of forgotten about this shoe, and now you've made me realise, like, why didn't I go to this eBay event? Maybe I could have got Cordobas, and uh, like, it really made me like, oh, shit. It, it kind of almost felt like I took the L again, because it was like, if, yeah. I, if I'd just gone to that event, maybe I could have got them at a re- like retail price. Um, so, yeah. yeah, the Cordoba is definitely one that that, that was a recent one that the, the wound was reopened, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, no, I um, I can feel that. It's, um, I mean, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful shoe. Um, and yeah, I, I could understand. Even like, there's a couple pairs, um, yeah, Adidas pairs that kind of did bug me. Um, but it, 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 it does take something 
relatively special now to kind of to really get to yeah. me. Um, I I feel like I've thankfully got to a point, gone past, gone through a phase of wanting everything and getting really annoyed that you don't, and actually just being like, if you don't get it, you don't get it. Um, yeah. Because like we we spoke about this Travis Scott release, but there will be a lot of people that will be this is the be all and end all and be really salty about oh, this yeah, for a long yeah, time. 100%, 100%. Th- thankfully, you know, I think there are a lot of people and a lot of people we've spoken to are just like we expected it. It's all good, like whatever, and just move on to the next one. From good friend of the podcast, uh, uh, Kath, um, from following him and looking at his stories and things like this. Um, there's a, we've got a big year coming, so I feel as if we're probably going to forget about the fact <laughs> that uh, that this well, not maybe forget about this shoe, but it, it, there's going to be something to soothe the pain probably in the near future. Um, and with that, I mean, uh, sorry, it's always gone. No, I was just going to say, and with that as well, just just keep shouting out Calf because every single time it's, <laughs> he, he always kills it. The TikToks, oh, the tick, yeah, like we obviously said this before, the TikTok with us in it absolute gold so that's the second week I, I've, shout out I have actually cast. downloaded TikTok now I've, I've decided to get down with the kids um, and I don't follow many people on there I literally follow a lot of our kind of previous guests that do really good stuff on there at Cram, Fabio, Caf etc etc um, although I did um, I did suggest to him after his last story um, he got exclusive access to the um, Beyonce Ivy Park <laughs> um, set in the bikinis and I and I did say are we not getting a TikTok try on haul as his next video because <laughs> I, I thought the views would just go through the roof oh, um, but I, I, we'll, we'll see if that one if that one occurs but yeah no it's um, yeah always shout out Calf um, the source of all decent information and, and also very good sometimes to kind of ground yourself and just read a couple of them and realise that actually it's not the be all and end yeah, all, you exactly. know, the, all these things. But just remember, like, if to anybody that thinks it is the be all and end all, it's normally the fall season, autumn time in the UK, that is the big one where everything just goes nuts. So we're not even close to it yet. And we've got a couple of months until going, we go this crazy. Is mad. Yeah, it, it, we, there's going to be a big second half of the year, big, big second half of the year. You can always guarantee it because that's normally what happens. You've got a question, Scott. I do. I do have a question, um, and it's one of these where we we've done these questions a lot. You know, what shoe would you wear for the rest of your life? And right. you know, if you could pick one silhouette and all this. But I want to know if you could pick one shoe for your other half to wear for the rest of their lives. <laughs> what would you pick? Now, th- th- there's layers to this question because you could be really meaning and pick something they hate but just remember you've got to live with them for the rest oh, of your yeah, lives no, that's not even an option. That? that's not even an option but you pick something nice but you know you never know that you know they everyone goes through fads and um yeah it's uh yeah i i've 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 had to think about this because to be honest it, it's very tough because i was there like i know what she'd want now but then i think to myself yeah but that's not what she wanted a few months back uh, and then tell I you think what, it, I'm thinking, you know, before then, actually, it's not what she'd wear a few months back before then. So I'm going to pick a shoe that um, is, is going to get me brownie points. Not that Hannah ever listens to this podcast anyway, so it's not going to get me brownie <laughs> points. And if she's eavesdropping from the next room, then maybe it will get me brownie points. But um, Hannah is a massive, massive fan talking about 
the the, the calf um, TikTok. Um, she's a massive fan of Puma. Hannah absolutely loves Puma and she loves her running systems. And um, I can't remember exactly what the silhouette is, but there's a particular silhouette that um, it's, it's some sort of like Puma RS, whatever. I'll have to kind of. It's RSX. No, or, I don't think it is. It's RX3. not. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a cell something. I can't. I'm trying to Google quickly what it is. It's like a Puma I mean, something or other. Yeah. I think it might just be the Puma Cell. No, I don't think it is. I think that's actually a different. Sure, there's um, a Puma Cell. Yeah, there is. There is, but I'm pretty sure and there's, that's like that's a different shoe. That's more. No, it's not quite that. That looks a bit more techy than than the one Hannah's got. Um, but there's a particular shoe that she picked up a couple of years back in the sale, um, Offspring Brighton, and she got for like thirty five quid. Uh, it's this shoe, like I said, it's a Puma running system, white, um, kind of a, a, a tealy green pink and black and she wears them with everything super comfy um and she destroyed them so much that she bought another pair again managed to find them like online in the sale for like 30 quid they're starting to get a little bit destroyed but the only problem is it's one of those shoes that like when they're gone they're gone and there's not a lot of people that are selling those on ebay because it's not really a shoe that's ever that popular it went in the sales no one's really going to care about it but if i somehow had a magic machine that i could just give her endless pairs of that puma she would be happy for the rest of her life and thank me every single day for it because that is just Mm. if i think of one shoe that she wears all the time it is that and every time she beats one i can almost see that she's going to cry at the fact that there's a possibility she might not be able to wear them again and they are Mm. like beat beat um so yeah if i could magic up another pair i will find out what this shoe is maybe scott when you're giving your answer i'll quickly run out in the hallway and actually find out what the shoe is but um it's like i said that that is definitely it whatever that puma is i know that's not a very good answer for the uh uh, for the listeners because you don't even know the shoe i'm talking about but she fucking loves it but it'd be interesting i'm interested to kind of uh, to see other people's kind of thoughts on this because you know there are some of us whose other halves are seriously into shoes. I know, like, for example, Danny. Like, I know yeah, that yeah. him and his missus, they they essentially share shoes. Um, you know, they are very... They are both into sneakers. Um, but see, I was thinking this, and I was like, what for verity? Because I got her a pair of 574s, and she beat them, and she lived in them, and she was like, they're amazing. I got a pair of Ultra Boosts, Beat them. Amazing. I think she's got like three pairs now. Absolutely loves them. Air Max 90s. Never thought she'd be in a pair. Got a pair. Amazing. Love them. Multiple pairs. But I was like, I don't know which one. Like, it's one of those where yeah, yeah, yeah. there's so many. I think if I was going to go for a pair, it would have to be a pair of Vans old school. Um, yeah. Okay. I, rec- I reckon. And the thing is, not only that, is the fact that because you've got the Vans... Like you can just go with classic black, or they do pairs that are more different. You know, you've had kind of offspring have done different, like vibrant color pairs. Kith have done some absolutely beautiful um, pairs of vans over the years. Um, there's so many different variations you can get on them floral, kind of paisley, yeah. tie dye. I, I think. That would be one. Um, even even for like the wedding, if you got to a point where right, that, they've got to wear that shoe to the wedding, I reckon you could pair, find a nice pair of Vans that you could wear. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. And I feel as right. if Vans is a safe bet, anyways, because it's never going to go out of fashion. Um, mm. Like there's never going to be a time in our lives, I don't think, anyways, where 
you're going to look at someone wearing a pair of Vans old schools and be like, now nah, that's a shit shoe. Like, yes, it, yeah. might, it might not be the shoe that for like the quote unquote sneakerhead or infuse, like trainer enthusiast or whatever you want to call yourself these days. Like it might not be the shoe that you're reaching for, but you know that you can throw on any outfit with a pair of Vans and it's going to look good. Um, 100%. I think or, I think sometimes when you get really into shoes, like something as simple as like a black and white old school, you almost kind of like overlook because it's like it's not special you can just pick it up everywhere but again it's kind of it falls into that category of like Mm. your your superstars of the world your stan smiths your triple white air force ones where it's just timeless well i got this comment when i went to concert because um yeah i went to the gig and it was with um one of various friends and their friend and i rocked up and as i do to every gig vans like vans is the way and um yeah, I, I always will rock a pair of Vans. And, yeah, funnily enough, um, I got there and she turned around and went, what are you wearing? Vans. She was like, that's not your shoe. Like, that's that's just not what you wear. And I was like, no, it, it, but is it a damn good shoe? And she goes, yeah, it's one of the best shoes. There you go. Prime example. It's a damn good shoe. Doesn't have to be branded by any means, but checkerboard Vans can't go wrong it does yes it's not my shoe as she described it as as she said she was like you don't wear stuff like that you wear like fancy shoes like really well branded and like with swooshes on it was like but a checkerboard vans is still a perfect shoe and she was like yeah there you go it doesn't it doesn't always have to be that way you, you need a good pair of trusty vans oh 100 percent, 100 i've managed to find out what the shoe is scott it's a puma rs 9.8 RS 9.8. Yep. It's a bit of a... It's, yeah, it's just like... It kind of just looks like a standard um, shoe. I've got a picture here of the actual colorway as well. It's this. Oh, right. It's not the prettiest looking shoe. I'm not going to lie. It looks I good. I was going to say, that's an interesting colorway. Yep. I, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, like I said, if, if, you, if you look at the shoe, it's basically like mostly white upper. got some black overlays, some kind of like a dark tealy green on there. It's got some almost like infrared pink across like the heel and the, the sock liner. Like I said, it's, it's nothing nothing special necessarily. Like like I said, for, for most trainer enthusiasts, um, they'll look at this and just be like, oh, is that it? But honestly, if Hannah could have a machine where she could clone that shoe and wear it for the rest of her life, she would be like over the I will say, when I Google it, the first, and not even first, the, the first like nine, doesn't even come up on Puma. No. It just comes up on Sport It First, which I've never even heard That's of. That's what I mean. It's, it's a shoe um, that came out. Amazon. A few, yeah, it's, it's one of those shoes that came out so long ago now, uh, well, not so long ago, like a, a fair few years ago, that probably wasn't that that popular when it first came out. But as I said, Hannah loves it. She says it's the comfiest shoe ever. Like, it goes with a lot because it's, 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 it's a weird colorway, but somehow it goes with a lot at the same time. Yeah, she absolutely loves it. I'd be interested to know if we posed this question to our other halves, and listeners oh, can God. do this as well. Make a decision as to what you would get them to wear because you may just want to punish them for the rest of their lives and make them wear, I don't know, like Crocs or some... Or I've got a lovely pair of black beat-up Vans if anybody wants to wear them for the rest of their days. I ain't got many left of them. But, and then ask your other half what shoe they would pick. I'd be very interested. I reckon Verity probably would turn around and say Vans. I reckon that would probably be the shout. I think Anna but, would pick yeah. an MX one for me. I have a funny feeling she's there. She's she saying Air Max One. She does like an Air Max One. And to be fair, if I was going to pick more of a hype shoe to put Hannah in for the rest of her life, it would probably end up being like a, 
um, some sort of Air Max One or something like that. Like she does love an Air yeah, Max yeah. One. She she actually, yeah. to be fair, Ooh, it, for the sensible answer, I'm going to pick the Puma RS 9.8 for the. We're on a trainer podcast, so I need to pick something cool. Answer, Pata Monarch. She she really really wants that shoe, and she is a lot of hints. I need to to buy her that shoe. So the the problem, the problem in her size as well. In her size, they're only like 180 quid on StockX. So yeah, but I bet you're thinking to yourself, I don't, I don't want to see him be destroyed. I don't want to see exactly, exactly. Yeah, you'd get her that shoe, and whenever she'd wear it, you'd be like, no, no, don't do that, don't do that, no. And like she'd fucking batter it as well. So yeah, that's my answer. That's my answer. Um, but we've got another. We've got another question. Um, well, less of a question and more of a uh, kind of comparison against Scotty Boy, um, Scotty to comparison. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, I really enjoy these. Obviously, we've done a couple. We did the fast food restaurants. We did the football teams. You've put together another one um, mm. because we love a game. Like, like we said, we love yeah. a game. So Scott, what? For, for anyone listening for the first time, explain what this game is all about and give us what the category is for this week. Essentially, um, what this game is, and I feel, I feel like we because it's like we need seemingly to name becoming it, but... a regular thing. I'm going to have to, yeah, we'll, we'll have to come up with a name, and I'll, I'll give it some. I'll give it some lovely music. I like finding the the cheesy music yeah. for this type of thing. But yeah, no, basically, what it is is we I will put together five, I five items within a category so as Matt said previously we did football teams looking at like Man United Man City etc and pairing them with a trainer um, pairing them with a shoe that we think best represents that item um, or kind of place category or whatever, whatever it, is, it may yeah. be in this week's category so this week um, I've put another one together and it's very specific again our first one was kind of UK um, based fast food restaurants and this time I've gone for UK based trainer shops now this there's a lot a in the UK one. there's a lot in the UK and there's a lot that are very specific um, to us because there are there are ones that you if you are listening in other countries I know we have listeners in Canada New Zealand um, shout out all the Kiwis and didn't realize there was as many of them as there is but there we are um, yeah, there are some that you'll probably be looking at and being like, what the fuck is this shop? I've got absolutely no clue. Um, same as if, you know, someone said to us, I don't know, like Dick's Sporting Goods or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. clue what you're on about. But um, some of these you'll be familiar with, some of them won't. Um, but we'll start off this um, week with... Um, th- this is one that kind of takes me back to my childhood. I can't remember the last time I went into one. Um, Foot Asylum. Now, this is a shop that is, yeah, I mean, when you go inside, there's a lot of neon lights. It's very dark. Um, and yes, there are some very interesting brands of clothing in there. Um, and yeah, normally kind of has some very select shoe choices in there as well. So I'm I'm interested to hear. Have you got an idea, Matt, or would you like me to go first? I have an idea for this one. Um, and it's quite funny that you've picked this one first because the episode that you weren't here um, that we did the half year roundup um, I'm pretty sure either before or after we were recording the podcast um, me, Danny, Chels and Damo were talking about shops and I went on a big rant about how much I hate Foot Asylum Um, (laughs) I went on a big fucking rant about how much I hate Foot Asylum why? why? it's just one of those shops it's just one of those shops that like I don't know it's just 
I don't know why it's there. Like, and it, like, it's just, it sells shit stuff. Like, it's the type of stuff, and I'm so sorry if this is what you wear as a listener, but, like, I walk past it, and it's the type of place that's selling, like, skin-tight Jim King, like, joggers yeah. and, like, caviar and cocaine T-shirts and shit like, stuff. shit like that that is just absolutely atrocious in my eyes. Mm. Like I said, if you're listening to this, that's your style. Fair play. Never going to hate on anyone for whatever they want to wear. But like for me, it is as far away from what I want to be associated with. Unless, unless you shop in Foot Asylum, in that case, please yeah. stay away from Matthew. Basically, I, I, honestly, it's so far from anything that I find remotely cool <laughs> that I cringe a little bit walking past them. And the shoe that instantly pops into my head is what are those like EA sevens or whatever that is, like the Armani seven <laughs> trainers. Emporio Armani, Emporio EA Armani sevens. EA sevens. Yes, Fucking oh, atrocious wow. shoe. Yes. They're an awful, yes. awful shoe. Basically, the shoe that we're going for is an Emporio, an whatever the hell you just said it was, Scott, an EA seven triple white trainer. But not only that, it's going to have a stain on it as well because it's probably the last one there and it's probably been like handled by a bunch of cretins on the shelf for three months. So that's what we're going with. I'm sorry anyone that's listening to this you know what? Foot Asylum, but we're not working with you. You know what? That uh, Growing up, I thought Foot Asylum was like the shit. No. And not, be- not because of kind of anything. Like, I was never into anything like that i mean ea7 i used to sell a lot of when i used to work in men's fashion reason being is it sold like hotcakes like compared we had like the proper high-end armani and then you had we we had emporio but the only reason we had ea7 the sports gear is because it sold like it didn't matter what it was what color it was anything it just sold the shoes awful sold out quicker than anything else don't know why, but that's they're the way it was. They're just unnecessarily expensive as well. So they're, they're fucking ugly yeah. and they're like well over £100. And I just yeah. don't understand why anyone that has that amount of money is going, I know what I'm going to buy. I'm just going to... Yeah. Like, it just looks... It, it, yeah. they, they look just so tacky. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, I remember we, we used to sell Sick Silk. Um, now, this was... It, when it first started, it was being worn by like the guys on Geordie Shore and they did like amazing baseball jerseys and that's all they sold just amazing patterned coloured baseball jerseys and they would I've still got two next door that are I still wear them they look really good but then the second they started being sold in Foot Asylum you knew it was going to shit and that's exactly what happened. It became like proper skin tight t shirts and tracksuits yeah. like and I stuff I, like that. Geordie Shaw is like good. the best. Like if I think of Foot Asylum, I think of like Geordie Shaw, and I'm the furthest from that type of person. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I am. Um, yeah. No, the only Nothing reason I ever Newcastle. used to go we into Foot Newcastle. Asylum. <laughs> the, the only reason I used to go into Foot Asylum was because they sold very good 574s in very good colorways, and they always had them in the sale, which was brilliant. And they all, they all used to sell the legendary trainer brand that is creative recreation <laughs> and they had some absolute bangers um at that age so yes but no i mean what should if i picking? was going to, historically the creative recreation is what comes to mind however the one shoe and this is what just immediately pops to mind when i think of that the, sh- the shops are always dark they're always full of neon lights and it's always like full air max track suits and immediately i just think triple black air max 90 that's what yep. comes to mind. Yep. 
It's it. And to be fair, when you when you said EA Seven, there was a part of my brain that clearly I'd locked away dark in the pack. <laughs> that just got unlocked, and I was like, oh, that's not a, that's a good shout. But yes, Triple Black Air Max ninety yep. um, comes to mind specifically. I never really saw many ninety fives or anything in there, but the ninety was always front and center. Yeah, all black. 100%. Yeah, that's the one. Um, so yeah, we'll go from foot asylum. Let's let's bring some happier happier times. Oh okay. Um, and this is this is just a, I feel like it is a staple in UK shoe shops now, and it's starting to spread across the continent. Going a few shops in Europe. There's even a couple of shops opening up um, over the other side of the pond, mainly in Canada. That size. Fucking that love is size. size. Uh, size is, and there are a lot of people that will hate on size. A lot of people love size, but their we position in in especially in like the Adidas terrace scene, that shop. Without it, I don't think it would even that scene would even be existing currently um, because Adidas have really neglected it. It's only really we said before, S and S size are the ones that are really producing shoes for that customer. Um, and yeah, size is just an absolute. The shops are never particularly big; they're never massive shops, no. but they crack out some of the best collaborations, some of the best exclusive colorways, and in general. Just generally a lovely, lovely shop to be in. Bearing in mind it is owned by JD Group, though, and if you order anything online, please don't expect your box to come in. No, 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 um, no. Um, I think I have one for yeah, this one as well. Go on. And I mean, Go it's on. the most obvious one to pick, but it's it, it's, it's like uh, it has to be an Adidas Gazelle. Yeah. Like it, it, I feel as if it has to be a terrace shoe, and I feel as if the Gazelle has timeless colorways. Um, again, it can be leather it can be suede it can be anything in between you can do a lot with it you can make it kind of keep it simple so i feel as if if i'm picking because again it's so difficult for me with the terrace shoes because i don't know a lot of the silhouettes and even when they do like their city series and things like this obviously they will call it say the athens Mm. or whatever the hell they're calling it yeah so it's i always find it very difficult actually to understand what the silhouette is that they're using because they will just refer Mm -hmm. to it as the cordoba or mm. the like, like I said, the, the Joburg or whatever it is, but I don't really know what that silhouette is. I know it kind of looks like a, yeah. I know it kind of looks like a handball spezial, um, yeah. but for me, I just think like if I think classic terrace shoe, I think of a gazelle. So that's what we're going with, Adidas gazelle. Yeah, I mean, I went down a similar line. It was all Adidas for me. Yeah, it, it has to be. It had to be, and immediately that came to mind. It was either realistically there was a couple of options: Topanga. Um, tobacco, which they've just done some lovely re-releases of. But the one, I mean, the fact that they managed to do a tier list of only size exclusives um, of this model um, in a YouTube video that went on for about half an hour, Adidas Trimstar. Yes, um, uh, the Lost, yeah, the Lost One series Trimstar, that they've redone. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, yeah, that shoe, just those two just seem to be synonymous with one another now. If there's a Trimstar coming out, you can almost guarantee the size has got their fingerprints on it yep. somehow. So, yeah, that that's a um, yeah a good shout and both kind of similar lines there. Yeah. Um, so we'll move on to number three, and this is one that I think everybody knows what this shop is, but it's more what it means in your country because I think this shoe this shop has very different reputations depending on where you are in the world, um, and that's Foot Locker. You know, US massive high heat releases they get over there you know they get all the jordan one high ogs they get all of the kind of the high heat stuff um uk 
Over here, so that's much. more of a recent thing, isn't it? I mean, they still don't get the high, high heat, but over here, it's like nowadays, you still they still do drop Yeezys and Jordans mm-hmm. and things like this, but it's not like, it's not number one destination when you're thinking about like uh, going to, to buy trainers. And if you hear like a lot of quote unquote OGs, I know some of our listeners don't like us using the word OG, but uh, um, like I said, if you think about the stories you hear on like sneaker shopping and full size run and things like this, like big say american outlets it's always about like yeah i had to go and get like the latest jordan release i had to stand out and like queue at my local Foot Locker, and it's always a footlocker story like always mm-hmm. always a footlocker story um but over here it's just not quite the same um i have one mm. for this um because as soon as i think of footlocker uk it brings me back to a story that i think i've told before about me going on a school trip and buying bait uh, like buying a pair of um trainers uh, in, in Germany but again I think Europe Foot Locker UK kind of has the same scene as it really um, mm. and that is TNs like for me I think Foot Locker and I think yeah. TNs not quite triple black but we are talking like kind of uh, a, 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 just a general release TN like that's what mm-hmm. you whenever you walk into a Foot Locker yeah. in the UK there are TNs there's an entire wall for them pretty much and like I said for me yeah. when I was in year 7 went on my first school trip abroad um, and me and my mates went into a Foot Locker and where we were in Basingstoke we didn't have a Foot Locker so this was this amazing new shop that we never really shopped in and I spent all of my money I had for the trip on a pair of TNs um, my friend bought exactly the same pair and I had to then buy a pair of laces so that our shoes didn't look the same and <laughs> like that that for me if I think Foot Locker it just reminds me brings me straight back to Cologne yeah. buying TNs yeah, TNs was one that I thought of very quickly as well. Um, not the one I put down, but yeah, that that was the kind of the secondary option because, like I say, you go in and there's just walls of different multicolored TNs and stuff like that. But now the one I the one I thought of was, um, and I put down was the Jordan Mid. Yeah, and yeah, there yeah. was there was a couple of reasons for. It. I mean, I was thinking. Ugh, dunks that's what i think of at the moment when i think of them is dunks mate but that's more of a new thing because they stock a lot of the the sportswear dunks and yeah, kids yeah. move from shop to shop to shop trying to pick them up but i thought to myself actually i think this one fits nicely because one footlocker still has the reputation globally as being its footlocker but in the uk it's not quite that everybody knows you're not yeah, going to really yeah, pick yeah. up the high stuff so it's just that little that little kind of markdown yeah. and it's still the same thing there were still kids you know when i was in sixth form and stuff that they would go in and they'd be picking up jordans but it was always yeah mids and lows and stuff rather than highs from the footlocker but they were always the kids that kind of seemed to if you shopped at footlocker you had to travel you had to go yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. to birmingham or to bristol to kind of go into the stores and they seemed to be the kids that were slightly more in the know um, than the others but at the same time, they were still, they were never buying highs. They were always buying kind of like your mids and your lows and stuff like that. Because, yeah, it just wasn't, it's not the same. It's not the same. Um, but, yeah, I think both both very valid and both, yeah. yeah. Um, TNs is a good shout. I do like the TNs. It, I'm getting, it, kind it, of getting flashbacks of walking in. Yeah. Like, say the whole wall of like, like almost like t- triple white, but then at the same time got a really random wavy coloured yeah, patterns over it's, the it's, top. And foot, stuff lo- like foot Locker for me was Foot Locker for me had very very similar silhouettes to JD but JD had like mm. the the JD had standard colorways and then you yeah. go to Foot Locker and it would be like a slightly special colorway there'd be like a sunburst yeah. colorway or something like that whereas you're only getting triple yeah. black and triple white in JD yeah 
Agreed, yeah. Um, well, here's one for you, and this is one that might be a, a bit more kind of niche um, to the UK market, and that is shoe. <laughs> shoe. And just for any listeners that don't uh... know, shoe, shoe is spelt S-H-U-C-H. Or, no, U-H, sorry. Um, yes, very, uh, yes, wow. shoe. The green of shoe. Um, yeah. I don't really know really how. I mean, it's just... It's just quite it's just a, a happy-go-lucky sneaker yeah. shop. It's... You just go in and it's just like, yeah, green everywhere. Lots of kind of, uh, yeah, general... You walk past a shoe. You, you walk past a shoe on the high street and I walk in every single time knowing I'm not going to see anything special but also know that I'm not going to see anything terrible. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like It's just yeah. one of those things that I'm, I'm going to walk in and realistically, probably not going to buy anything but there'll just be like a couple of standard colorways for some inoffensive... Yeah silhouettes so for yeah. that as soon as you said shoe instantly in my head um checkerboard slip on vans nice Inst- yeah. instantly yeah. like for me if i'm buying and it could be any vans whatsoever but for some reason it, i just thought of checkerboard slip on vans but like for me if i needed a pair of vans that would be like the first place i go because i know they're going to have gazillion different colorways um, those or like a, a, a Converse Chuck Taylor or something like that. It's either one of those, but I'm thinking I'm going to go with the checkerboards, slip-on Vans. Um, just it's, Again, it's a staple, staple. And again, I feel like a shoe is a staple of every UK high street. Like, yeah. it doesn't offend anyone. It doesn't offend anyone, does the job, and that's exactly what a, uh, yeah. a, a checkerboard slip-on van does. It's there. I've never. I don't think I've ever seen anybody particularly unhappy when they're in there either. No. Or you go into other shoe stores and people will complain because you know they haven't got the right size or they haven't got this. So you go and shoe and everyone just seems quite happy. I don't know why. Yeah. It just it's just quite a nice happy shop. There we are. Um, yeah, I went Converse Chuck High. I think. Oh, we're both there we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it, it, both very similar, but yeah, kind of staples. Just lovely. Um, yeah, just nice, easy to pick up, easy to beat. Yeah, very good. Um, and last but not least, I think the most prominent retailer in the UK scene currently, Offspring. Oh, God. And now, this this is one where uh, people love Offspring, people hate Offspring. Like I said, to people that aren't in the UK, Offspring is essentially the go-to now for any high heat, collaboration we're talking you know your travis scott collabs your um your courts your unions patterns, these type of things they are they are the ones um that people will kind of look to for releases they always have very interesting ways of, of entering the shoes through instagram whether it be kind of picking a random door on a raffle post or whether it be kind of a creative competition some people love them some people hate them but it's hard to deny that they are currently they've got to be the most prominent in the uk um on the scale that they are at um there are others that kind of do similar but specifically uk based i think um i mean we've said mentioned you know your size offsprings foot patrols they are the kind of the, the cornerstones i, I think UK i think i think if you high heat yeah I think if you think of um, three retailers, three shoe retailers that like are so synonymous with the UK, um, that aren't as much of an international, um, mm. like, like realistically, the big ones here in the in the UK are 
the three that you've mentioned, size, yeah. offspring, foot patrol, they all kind of carry a slightly different, um, they all kind of are, are tailored towards a slightly different yeah. um, audience, despite the fact that they do carry a lot of the same things, especially foot patrol and offspring, they do carry a lot of the mm. same stock, but they do feel like different stores. Um, <laughs> and you can even throw something like End in there as well. I mean, I know End has other stores, but again, I'm pretty sure it wasn't the first one in Newcastle, End. I'm pretty sure yeah. it was. So yeah. again, that's, that's going to be a UK store as well I would say that um, but again tailors for a very very different audience mm. despite having the same kind of heat I mean um, if, but if that... you're looking for wins uh, on these shoes and people can argue whatever they want to argue but it's hard to disagree that realistically offspring size foot patrol are the three that they are probably I mean in terms of size of retailers we've mentioned foot asylum we've mentioned foot locker shoe can throw end in there you can mention jd these are massive you go into i don't know a kind of shopping center and they are massive massive stores size stores are tiny foot patrol is a tiny store on its own yeah, yeah. and offspring does not have yes it is in selfridges but they are not kind of an, a, a nationwide they are again quite a small operation in terms of the people behind it but they realistically are the ones that will distribute the most wins to the most people and they are probably have the best the biggest and best reputations in the country as well but um yeah if you're if you're pairing a shoe to offspring i mean this is a really me, really hard one i'll it, let you go first just, on this for me it's just something that is it is high heat and it's something that they make it they do make it accessible and i i will never forget the the hordes of people um, that were there for the Travis Scott High One, the original. Like people can say and argue what they want, but that is an absolutely ridiculously high heat release, and they got it to the masses in a creative competition, which I think Offspring have kind of become a bit more, were pretty well known for as well. Um, and to me, it just kind of matched up. And yeah, there's lots of shoes that you could match up for this, but um, for me, that's the one that always seems to come to mind. Of just actually, this is. It was so widespread, so many people got it, so many people were happy, and yeah, I think it just kind of that day, um, you know, people can say what they want, whether they like the word community or not, but as a group of people that came together around a shoe, that was a that shoe was certainly kind of, the, I think that was the launching pad for everything else that's come following, so yeah, um, that, that would be my choice and what came to mind initially. Yeah, um, I, I in, instantly in my head I thought of like a Jordan One, but I think it's more of a, a recent year thing that I think about a Jordan One because mm. if you look at like a lot of these retailers, like they kind of came up with looking at lots of other. If you look at kind of like early Offspring collaborations on shoes and things like this, there's lots of New Balance shoes that they've done, and like I said, lots mm. of different Adidas ZX and things like this. And again, it's very very similar with some of the other retail uh, retailers that we've mentioned there. Like they do kind of like they've gained their reputation through a lot of the smaller um less hyped um uh, yeah less hyped shoes but i think i would probably say um a jordan one let's go with a yeah let's just go with the the, the, the standard kind of like a jordan one chicago or something like that just because it is mm. one of those things that like it i don't know it just seems like i said a lot of the time people are buying sh like buying shoes from offspring for kind of high heat shoes limited shoes like 
there aren't enough stores around that there aren't enough of their stores around for you to pop into offspring because you want a pair of chuck taylors um obviously i'm sure there are people that that do that but like realistically for the majority of us we're going to go to a shoe or an office or a jd or something like Mm. that so i need to think of something that's a little bit more um kind of sought after a little bit rarer to see and mm. for me, that is the Jordan One High. I think, um, yeah. like I said, specifically yeah. in the Chicago colorway, you don't see a lot of people wearing them because, again, there's not a lot of pairs probably like banded about. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say that was a really, really hard one. But I almost don't want to say the Jordan One High because of the fact that it seems more of a recent thing. Because I know, obviously, a lot of people say, however many years ago, they weren't as popular as they are now. But like, I think that's kind mm. of it. Just it just it was oh, the first thing that pops to pops I to think... my mind. I mean, then they are there for high heat releases. Like as you said, there's not stores around that you can just pop in and pick things up. And there are a lot of people that will only buy things in raffles from Offspring. Like, yeah. and that's not kind of a slight on Offspring or a slight on the people that do it. But you enter a raffle with Offspring and you genuinely feel like you have a chance of winning. Um, and I think I I could speak to most people unless you know you've only been doing this for a short period of time. I reckon I could speak to. 50 people and i reckon at least 48 of them would tell me that they've won a relatively or if not very high heat release from offspring um in their time because they do somehow i don't know how they do it um they do seemingly distribute quite well so obviously the demand now is greater than it ever has been so it might be a bit more difficult but still picking up like i say got the travis um travis um air max ones from them which wasn't expecting but again you, you know you, you you have you feel like it and not like end or sns where you enter on there you just kind of accept your fate of never getting a win from them i can't remember the last time i got a, i've never had a win from sns um and i can't remember the last time i got a win from end but um but yeah no i think i think that's pretty accurate i think we've uh yeah we've done pretty well with all those yeah. there's, that there's lots of interesting more, yeah, that ones one, yeah, that, yeah that was a little bit harder i think than than uh than, than previous rounds <laughs> we'll see we'll have to see where we go for the next one but well, um Scott, you can tell we haven't spoken to each other properly in a little bit because we are an hour and 10 minutes into this podcast and we still haven't even got to a segment yet so um with that we'll probably move on to our first main segment today and that is shoes round um for anyone that doesn't know what shoes round is every single week we spend a little bit of time reflecting on some of the biggest news stories that are happening in the world of shoes um scott you are taking shoes around this week so without further ado i'll pass over to scott for shoes rounds yes over to me and um we've got another mischief shoe of course there's another do. mischief shoe on the way um now, if you've, I mean, I'm assuming you have been living under a rock or have only just arrived on Earth in the past kind of couple of months. But um, yes, Mischief uh, are a, I can't remember how they describe themselves now, but they're not a shoe company. Um, they are, they are a company that, yeah, they, they are there to essentially Piss challenge. Um, yeah, well, I mean, that's basically the, a very blunt way of putting it. Yeah, they are there to really annoy people. Uh, but they have dabbled in the um, in the shoe sneaker industry. Um, they've done previous collaborations with um, a little Nas X, the devil shoe, um, which everybody loved. Um, Tiger, they've had collaborations with, with the Wavy Baby that recently came out, which they got a lawsuit from Vans from. But this time, their collaboration is with none other than Jimmy Fallon. Um, And Jimmy Fallon um, unveiled these shoes on his Tonight Show. The shoe is entitled 
the Gobstomper. Now, Jimmy Fallon described these as a shoe that was inspired by his love of sweets. He said that he'd spoken to different companies and they'd all kind of said, yeah, we might do something, we might not, but nothing ever came about of it until he got in touch with the guys over at Mischief. And they sat down and said, I want to create a shoe, but I want to create a shoe that changes the game, that does something completely different. And they came up with the Gobstomper. So um, Jimmy kind of presented them in the yellow box with lovely, wavy, multicoloured sides with the lovely Gobstomper um, logo on top. Opened up, it's got a lovely poster inside of how to wear the shoes. Kind of leads to an interesting question of, well, what, why do you need a poster of how to wear the shoes? The shoe is essentially a skater shoe, and I think looking at it, um, put a swoosh on the side, and it, it most resembles kind of a dunk low, really. Well, I don't know um, about that. I'm going to question you on that one. It does not it, look it, like it, a dunk it, low at all. It, it, in terms of the shape of the shoe, it definitely does. Mm, but in no. terms of in terms of panelling, etc., etc., it doesn't. But if you were if you were going to pick a skate shoe that's most resemblance to it. It would, it's probably it's in, kind of it's close, in, it's, or no? No, I'm, 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 I definitely know. I'm going to say this basically looks like. I'm probably not going to say the brand right, but is it like ES or whatever it is? Like for me, this is like a, a Lakai or an ES shoe or something like that. Like this is not it, a dunk. It's a skater shoe. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it, it's. I mean, the, the shoe itself on the outside just looks kind of like a sail, kind of off-white, kind of color plain skater shoe with some interesting multicolored outlines but the the interesting part with this shoe is it has four wear away layers on the shoe and not only the upper it's also the midsole that's the just, midsole yeah. has four wear away rubber layers and much like the kind of the everlasting gobstopper kind of popular suite over in the states as you wear the shoe, the layers will wear away. There is a white layer on top, blue underneath, yellow underneath that, and red underneath that. And as the shoe wears away, you unveil, as kind of Jimmy did on the show, it unveils a shoe that essentially looks like, well, it looks like a gobstopper that's kind of been sucked and kind of worn away. It's an incredibly clever concept, um, and hopefully there won't get any lawsuits from this because it. As I said, it resembles skate shoes, but doesn't actually resemble any skate shoe, really. Um, it's just kind of trying to give it some kind of context. But yeah, this shoe, um, four layers. I did see a review. Um, Hez Kicks on um, YouTube got a pair um, and kind of did a review. And he said, they are a chunky shoe. They are quite light, though. And yes, it's four layers, meaning it's like it's gonna wearing be big. four... It's like wearing four T-shirts on top of each other. Like, it's going to be a little bit chunky. But he did say that, yeah, obviously the concept of it. Granted, he had to get an electric sander to the shoe oh, wow. to wear away all the layers. So clearly these layers are not, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. thin. Like, you're going to have to absolutely batter this shoe in order to get it to wear away. But if it's a skate shoe, um, that's the, the whole idea of it, right? Like yeah. You can also see, I really like the fact that I think this is actually one of the only times that we can say, like, props to, to Mischief. 
Um, obviously, mm. I, I was massively team mischief with the devil shoe. Very quickly jumped ship after all of the following <coughs> shoes that came out and the absolute stupidity that came from the brands. But if you really <laughs> think this is absolutely genius, especially the um, midsole wearing away as well, because if you think about it, if it is designed as a skate shoe and you're constantly like one of the biggest things with skaters is the kind of front of the midsole and the kind of toe area always rips on skate shoes because of the fact mm. that they're constantly doing kickflips and things like this. Like a lot of it is the friction. Yeah. And actually the fact that this shoe is just really, really bulky means it's going to last a long time. Plus it's going to mm. be quite cool and unique because of the wear away. Plus, like I said, I don't think I've ever seen a shoe that has a wear away midsole because it's so like, just seems so just kind of just silly. Like the idea just yeah. seems silly. Like why would you want your midsole to wear away? Why would you encourage the midsole to wear away? But I suppose it's taking advantage of the fact that it's inevitable it's going to happen. So let's have some fun mm. with it. I think that's very, very, very clever. Yeah. Um. They've they've done good. They've done good this time. And the fact that, like you said, I mean, obviously, I think the the shoe isn't so obvious that it's a copy from another shoe. That that's why you say, oh, it kind of looks like a dunk to me. As I said, this bait, this is a hundred percent. I would see this in like Route One, and it would be like a Lakai shoe or something like that. Um, that's the type of shape it looks like to me. But that's probably mm. a good thing for mischief because there's nothing stand yeah. out that's like, yeah, this is a sewable shoe. Um, I'd be surprised yeah. for there to be any sort of lawsuit off the back of this. And I suppose it. It, it brings a little bit more credibility to the brand, bearing in mind that it feels like as of recent years or recent months more that they basically just design shoes to get sued these days. Um, yeah. So I, f I feel like they've actually done all right this time, surprisingly. I can't believe I'm saying yeah. it, but they've done all right. No, it, it, it does feel like a a proper kind of soiree into making a relatively serious shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, 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 and it, it is very clever. Um you know, shoes and brands, Nike SB do wear away uppers and all this type of thing. Mizuno have done it before where, you know, you can tear away and create another shoe. This is taking it to a whole new level. Yeah. Um, and it's clever. To do and it like four say, times it, as well. It's like I said, it's like I've, I don't think I've ever seen, I've seen maybe like two, like I've seen situations where it's like maybe a tear away and a wear away. Like I'm pretty yeah. sure there was a dunk, like a Chinese New Year dunk that came out either last year or the year before where it had like the, it was kind of one layer would be tear away and then there was a wear away underneath mm. like paint um but i don't think i've ever seen a shoe that has three layers let alone four layers yeah um yeah that's production yeah, it's, it's, must be it's very insane. very innovative <laughs> oh yeah but yeah, they're saying a cheap shoe no uh, this is the thing it's very clever i'll be interested to see what retail price and stuff is when it kind of does come out but yeah absolutely um yeah, very clever, very um, smart. And it'd be interesting because if this is the type of thing they're going down in order to kind of, if they are going to do shoes going forward, and I think this is what the fourth shoe they've done now. We had the Jesus shoe, we've had the Devil shoe, we've had the Wavy Baby, and we've there had was also, this. There was also another, um, there was also like an Air Force One looking shoe that had like loads of tape over it as well. Like I think they're, yes, they're, they're, there was, they're yes, about there five was, or yeah. six now. Yeah, if they are doing this seriously, this is the route to go down because they could genuinely create some shoes yeah. that people actually want to buy um, for reasons other than, oh, look, I've got a shoe that kind of essentially was naughty and was yeah, a bit yeah, yeah. shouldn't yeah. have happened. Forbidden shoe. So, um, yeah, so no, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very impressed. Very impressed indeed. But um, on that, that's the news. Yeah. 
So on that note, um, we'll finally get to our second segment of Double Up, Double Down, um, in which Matt will look at the upcoming releases for the next week, pick a double up, something he likes, a double down, something he dislikes, and a sleeper pick, something that will get a little bit lost amongst the hype. So on that, over to Matt for Double Up, Double Down. Thank you very much, Scott. Um, right, Double Up, Double Down this week. It was a little bit hard, so there doesn't seem to be a lot coming out um, next week. I mean, nothing that... I think we've been spoiled the last couple of weeks of, like we said, Travis Scott's shoes, and, and, and the week prior to that, we've had a couple of decent New Balances drop, and we've had some kind of Travis Scott Air Maxes drop and things like this. So I feel as if for the last kind of month or so, we've had a series of really, really good releases. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it, it was only about time that we kind of hit a little bit of a wall. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you think about it, what last week we had the Travis Scott um, Jordan one low. The week before that, we had the Casino Nike Air Max uh, one. The week before that, we had the Sea Salt 990s. Week before that, you had the uh, Madaru Air Max ones. Like, it's been a really like I'm just flicking through the Insta- yeah. uh, Instagram now, and it's just like, it's been a solid like kind of two months really for releases so it's only about time that we kind of hit a bit of a wall and i'm not saying these shoes are bad by any means but there's nothing that for me is like none of the shoes that we're going to be talking about um this week i feel like people are losing their shit over basically Um, let's be honest i mean you've had you've had the travis lows i mean this week was always going to be slightly lower down the pecking order than last but um but the shoe we have picked um the shoe that i'm clearly sounding very enthusiastic about based on my little (laughs) intro there um the shoe that we have for double up is the air jordan 3 desert elephant um the shoe itself looks like a very 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 premium shoe classic jordan 3 silhouette it has mostly um, black leather panels for the upper with some really nice um, brown looking suede towards the heel of the shoe and towards the kind of mud guard area um the shoe itself has a kind of whitey cream midsole um kind of like almost gray um outsole same color gray is kind of up towards the collar of the shoe, the tongue, the eyelets, etc. Um, you then see the Jumpman logo on the tongue in a nice orange. Uh, the back of the tongue is in the same orange. And then the heel of the shoe, you've got the Jumpman Air logo on a black heel tab. Um, like I said, overall, um, it, it looks... Oh, I don't actually think it is um, suede. It looks like suede originally, sorry, on the um, on the, the kind of toe box... Uh, mudguard and, and, and heel i think it might be more of either like a new buck or even like a fancy looking kind of elephant um print leather like it normally would be on a three i was about to say i can't decide if it's like just an incredibly like aged textured suede or whether that's just yeah. an elephant print on the brown leather yeah like i said it, it, it's a very very interesting looking um kind of material like i said it looks it looks i think it, it does look more leather when you look at the shoe kind of closer up there's pictures on sneakers app where it does zoom in on the toe and zoom in on the heel and it does look more like a kind of aged leather more than anything because of the elephant print on there um but overall the shoe looks very very nice like i said very very smart i can see this being a shoe that someone picks up and then wears on a nice kind of date night or a special occasion or something like this like this this is a, a classic looking shoe um and just a, just a nice colorway like said fans of jordan threes are going to really really like this bit pricey though we've already mentioned this about jordan threes in recent in recent episodes the shoe itself is retailing 180 pounds um available on the 30th of july um but yeah like i said just just a very very nice 
kind of clean looking shoe and, and for that reason we we double up this year or this year this week <laughs> sorry the shoe of the year shoe i mean year. It, it's it's uh, yeah it's it's a nice looking shoe um yes one of them fancy shoes it's that you probably won't shoe. bust out too often but um yeah it's it, very nice um yeah. yeah i'd love to know what all the materials are um i mean in terms of price you say prices we kind of mentioned a few weeks back price has only gone up about tenner from since like 2018 which is quite impressive compared to others so um yes it is around the higher price point but we've said this before i think the reason the three is a higher price point is because in general it's better quality it's always a good quality shoe um so yes i there will people that will jump for this and yeah. it does look very good i mean it has a bit I've of a black f- cement three so i'm i'm happy to not have these yeah. um but they, they do look really nice if i didn't have black cement threes um and predominantly black jordan threes yeah i'd be, I'd be all over these, these um Scott, beautiful. i don't know if this is very unique for this shoe you might know this is more of a jordan guy than than, than i am but i've uh, there's pictures on sneakers that i think is quite interesting you don't see the whole thing but if you kind of scroll down you kind of see it towards the bottom but there's basically a picture of the insole that has a little tab stitched into it towards <laughs> the heel of the shoe that basically has <laughs> an elephant the times <laughs> a jump man <laughs> equals elephant, a basketball player it's really like it's a, it's a quite a fun little um like thing to have in the shoe again you're not really going to notice it too much when someone's wearing the shoe but when you like, first put that shoe on and you look down and you see this little kind of premium looking stitched in tab that is yeah elephant times jump man equals basketball player i think they've done very very well there with that little detail i like it i like it a lot um but yeah, no, Desert Elephant Jordan 3. Decent, decent shoe. Um, unfortunately, though, Scott, we, we can't always talk about decent shoes because that moves us into the Double Down, which is a shoe, obviously, we dislike this week. And uh, it pains me to say this, Scott, because I really, really liked the first colorway for this one. Um, and that is the uh, Union times Nike Cortez in the Lemon Frost colorway. I mean, this is just... It's just not very nice, Scott. It's not very nice. Um, Like I said, a couple of weeks ago, we had the um, original Union um, kind of Cortez come out in that lovely um, kind of uh, brownie um, colorway with the the kind of colored hits over the top. Very, very unique um, kind of uh, materials and, and design for a Cortez. Did seem to be kind of a love it or hate it situation because for some people, they... Um, really liked the fact that it was something different on a Cortez. For other people, they didn't like the fact that it went away from the original kind of um, structure and, and materials and things like this. I really, really liked the first colorway, and this is disgusting. Um, the shoe itself, uh, it, if you imagine all the same materials for the first Union Cortez that came out, but uh, basically we have kind of a light um, cream um, kind of suede overlays to, to build up the majority of the upper. Um, with that, it has kind of a texture purple and red section on the side panel of the shoe Um, we have yellow um, uh, kind of uh, yellow suede swoosh you've also got yellow hits um, kind of towards the bottom of the eyelets Uh, you've got the classic union um, branding on the heel tabs which again is in yellow and red and again you've got the union on the side of the shoe um, kind of coming off the front of the eyelets as well Um, the tongue of the shoe is kind of a, a, a um, the, the, the tongue of the shoe is kind of like a light baby blue, almost purpley, the same with the laces. Um, and you've got that kind of Nike grind um, outsole um, and, and midsole. Like, I, I just don't think, I think with the Union Cortez, um, Scott, the, like I said, that first colorway just worked. 
but these other ones just look like they're too garish. Like you've already taken a classic and switched out loads of the materials and added extra coloured panels that normally aren't coloured on a Cortez. And these colours just don't hit on it. The first one did, in my opinion. These ones really, really don't. This is a very, very bad shoe in my eyes. Um, retailing £115, much better price tag, available on the 28th of the 7th. Um, Scott, what do we think about these? Shocking. They're just, it doesn't, doesn't look good, does it? Absolutely shocking. Uh, Union have a good reputation um, of doing good collaborations with Nike. Uh, my advice would be um, stop when the going's good and uh, yeah, quit yeah, while you're ahead. Do shit like this because um, this is poor. I, I quite like the colorways on the first one, two pairs, how many it was. Um, th- these are bad. This one and the grey one, both terrible. Um, just not the grey one is nicer than the, the fro- lemon frost but um but the grey one's yes, still not nice no. at all oh no absolutely awful um i like a cortez i like union i don't like these these are poor yeah. and i don't really know why they've done it if i'm honest i don't understand why they've done the colorway or anything like that I, they it's to celebrate the 50th anniversary you've already done it you've already done I was going to say you made a good one you made a good one yeah. just leave it leave it at that this this to me is a bit like nike saying well you know the other one's good and union does really well it always sells out let's just kind of can you make another one and it don't matter what it is and this is what's happened um like I say supposedly it's the vibrancy of um, angelinos and the rich history of the city, but it's uh, yeah. I, no, no, nope, 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 terrible. Uh, well, moving on to uh, our sleeper pick. Um, the sleeper pick for this week is I, I do quite like as much as we kind of change the sleeper pick to be something that um, kind of gets lost amongst the hype rather than something that's going to fly under the radar. Very, very subtle rebranding there, but I do like to try and put a, a kind of gr shoe in the sleeper position if we can, because in my eyes, that's really what a sleeper is something that is a, a good quality looking shoe that is really going to be lost amongst the hype because it's not even going to sell out and it's probably going to hit the sales um, so we're going with the Air Max 97 in the metallic silver and chlorine blue colorway um, shoe is coming out on the 29th of the 7th for £165 and if you look at this particular shoe it, it has a very um, uh, kind of uh, uh, OG um, Air Max 97 feel to it um, it basically has uh, kind of a, a partly silver upper, uh, very similar to obviously the 97, the, the silver bullet and things like this. But as you kind of go up towards the top of the 97, you get these really nice kind of navy um, uh, uh, kind of uh, textures on there. Navy kind of, I don't know what you can actually call it, Scott, but it's like, you know how like with a 95, it kind of um, has the, the panel in that goes up the shoe. Same with the 97 where it kind of has the, the little panels that kind of go up the shoe as you go up the shoe um, you have these really lovely navy hits Um, the bubble on the midsole uh, kind of has a nice lighter blue hit to it and if you look at the swoosh on the um, side of the 97 again it's kind of a light blue swoosh with a navy stitch around the outside it just looks like a really classic colorway like i said no one's going to be going crazy for this shoe but it just works and of course for um uh, nike they are celebrating the 25th anniversary of the 97 there's going to be some big retros coming out we've already seen some cool colorways and some um kind of uh, changes 
to old colorways kind of on a new spin for 2022 we've obviously seen some fantastic um buy you options on the 97 as well so i, I think yeah. i think uh, i think for nike they're doing the 97 well they're not selling out necessarily but they are really celebrating the 97 and i think for um fans they're doing it very very well similar to the air max one where they're just constantly rolling out good colorways this again is yeah. another good colorway so yeah I, I just quite like it i like it yeah yeah, I, I mean, it, it looks like a classic shoe. Yeah. It looks like a classic colorway. Um, yeah, it's nice. It's um, The one thing with the 97 that's always kind of thrown me a bit is the price point. Always yeah. seems like a very high price point for the shoe. And it, it's always been up there. Like, it's never... That's not something that's any different. But, yeah, I'm interested to know why it warrants such a high price in comparison to 95, 91, Well, this cetera, is probably... Cetera, I mean, if we're looking at 95s nowadays, I mean, they're probably about the same price. Well, yeah, 95s now. But, yeah, back in back in the day. Back in the day. Um, and it's the same with... Um, yeah, obviously, ones are now kind of... Most ones are you looking around 140, 150, maybe 160, depending on collaboration. So, yeah, but no, looks good. Looks good. Um, yeah, nice, clean shoe. Can see people rocking this and being very happy. Exactly, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A good, a good addition to oh. the uh, sleeper pick. Well, three out of three, then Scott. We both like the, we both yeah. like the good shoe. We both dislike the shit shoe. And we both also like the, the, the sleeper pick. So we've done. All right. I always like it when we yeah, agree. I mean, it's good for content if we disagree and argue on things. But actually, sometimes I, I like just being on the same page. I like being on the same yeah. page. Um, well, if there are any of the shoes that you um, like the look of this week that you would like to purchase, maybe you want to soothe the pain from uh, the Travis Scott lows last week, um, and you fancy buying some, maybe some threes instead, or maybe some 97s, please don't buy the Cortez. They're very, very bad. Um, but uh, anyways, if you want some socks to go along with those purchases, then of course, make sure you go over um, and talk to good old friend of the podcast mike at tidy underscore tie-dye um they sell uh, a shitload of socks basically to, to, to kind of give it proper marketing um block dyed socks tie-dye socks bleach the, the whole works there's going to be so many different colorways over there that you'll be able to pick to match any of these shoes um yeah fill your boots or fill your shoes but uh, but on that bad bad joke scott i think it's probably a good time for me to close out the uh, episode and say thank you for listening to the doubled up podcast remember if you like this episode leave us a five-star rating and review and share the podcast with your friends and family make sure you follow at doubled up podcast on instagram and use hashtag doubled up pod to be featured on the instagram page you can find me matt at, at Matt underscore Sibley underscore on Instagram. Scott, tell the listeners where they can find you. You can find me at underscore sneaker teacher. Speak to you next time, folks. Goodbye. See ya.